The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome to another episode of the Conversations Brewing Podcast with your hosts, Divya and Ravisha, two coffee-loving best friends who dive into weekly conversations on wellness, culture, and growing into your authentic self. As two healthcare professionals, children of immigrants, and humans always striving to learn more, they bring their unique complexities of their wellness journeys into this podcast space by sharing their stories and featuring other like-minded experts in the field. Always with a cup of coffee in hand, humor, and never-ending authenticity, dive in with the two of them as they brew the kind of conversations that we don't have enough of, but that matter the most. It's a way for everybody else, and it's given people a voice, like, Thanks to people like Mindy Kaling, even the idea of us doing a podcast to me feels like attainable. Like, I feel like if we never saw this kind of representation and we never yeah. saw anyone having their voices like that, I don't know how realistic it would have been for this to even come to life. Like both of us creating content. Welcome back to another episode. Um, I'm Ravisha and we have Divya here today as well. Hello, we're here all to talk about some fun new things on Netflix. Yeah, um, this episode's going to be a fun one because basically what we're going to talk about today is South Asian representation um, on streaming services now, um, especially Netflix, because I was telling Divya this earlier this week, but basically like I was finding something to watch on Netflix and you know how you're usually shown like the top 10 things on Netflix to watch and literally side by side were the Indian matchmaker, the movie, the wedding season, and the show Never Have I Ever on the top 10. And I was like, wow, this is so cool to see that three South Asian shows slash movies are like part of the top 10 on Netflix. Mm -hmm. And growing up, I feel like we really never saw something like that. And so I thought we could just in general talk about how we grown up with not seeing as much South Asian representation um, in like Hollywood and kind of like how we dealt with that. And then also just talk about today, how like it's like a complete opposite and we see so much of that more now. Yeah. And I think it's so, I mean, it's so cool that we're able to see that now because it's inspiring to any kind of creators because it makes me think about like even this podcast, like how much of it has been like our own, I guess, comfort and confidence to do it because we're seeing other South Asians putting themselves out there because we like did not have that at all when we were growing up and I know we're going to get into that more when we talk about stereotypes of what we saw but honestly like even when we did see any kind of like is South Asian person it was it was usually like shed in a light that was not super favorable like it's not like we were like oh my god that's so great look at the South Asian person they like portray them to be like super nerdy and unrelatable and it was more like, like, it wasn't relatable, and if anything, it was, like, more embarrassing. Like, you'd be like, that's yeah. not really how the culture is. Like, why are you portraying it like that? Exactly. Like, and, it, like, they mainly were background characters, you know, not, like, the main characters. So, also, then, it made you feel like, oh, like, Indian people can generally, like, not be included as main characters in mm-hmm. Hollywood. And I, I definitely always, like, I mean, some part of us, right? Like growing up, like you think like, oh, like being an actor and actress is like so cool. Like, 
thinking how like there's directors and writers doing all that stuff and like I really think that we didn't have that opportunity to really think that Indian people can be involved in Hollywood as much as they are now like I know there's so many people that have broken that threshold like you know Mindy Kaling, Hasan Minaj, um, Aziz Ansari but like for a while like we didn't see that and that's why we're like I want to discuss it a lot today because I think it's such a big shift that we're seeing now like you know like everyone watches Never Have I Ever you know the show yeah. created by Mindy Kaling and like yeah there's a lot of like Indian references to it like culturally but it's an accurate representation but it's also just showing how like you can still relate even though you're not Indian to like watching the show mm-hmm. and that people think it's I mean it's so hilarious and touches on so many different points and it's really cool that like, in the next generations like when we have kids to them it'll be normal to see them represented in the media like they won't ever look at a time where they would be watching tv and thinking that, oh, the people on TV don't look like me. Because it was so prominent for us. And we had yeah. noticed it. Um, but it's so cool to think about how, like, they're not going to experience that. Yeah. And, like, a big thing t- for me, too, I think, like, growing up is, like, you know, you would see, like, with, like, the rom-com stuff that, like, mm-hmm. oh, the lead would be, like, falling in love with the sky and, like, vice versa. And, like, that kind of, like, those kind of scenarios. And then, like, as an Indian kid growing up, you're, like, wow that's like so cool but like that would never happen to me because you know I'm the brown kid and you know like it's just like you we look at we look at media as like some sort of like inspiration or influence all the time and so when you're not seeing that like consistently you know you think that like that's like never going to happen to you or like especially like as a teenager like a lot of these things impact you so it's really cool to see that now and even if we're not consciously realizing it it has such a big effect because representation is so important I didn't realize honestly until like the older I got how much it really impacted me that there was not representation because like you know we're not able to kind of like verbalize it when we're younger and seeing that but I mean it impacts people to like look at things and we just can't relate and I remember even with like the thing I love about never have I ever is even with things like with Davy and like dating yeah their, their mom like how she reacts I'm like okay that feels relatable because when I would watch these like high school shows like um like on Disney or whatever we watch up we grew up watching Lizzie McGuire I loved Lizzie McGuire but it was just yeah. like okay, that's not relatable like I couldn't be in eighth grade like dating some guy or my parents saw me kissing a guy in middle school oh my god I would be like shipped to India like that does not happen you're not allowed to that's so true yeah I would be like it's not it's not true you couldn't even really talk about dating like to your parents at that age because like for us it was really like oh you're really not allowed to talk to any boys in like that kind of romantic way and so for us like when we saw that like you know high school musical too remember that like that was such a big influence on us and you're like well we're never trying to have a Troy because we're not allowed to date so (laughs) And even when we were, I was like, now when you thought, when you brought this thing about, oh, well, I'm the, the Indian girl. Like, I was like, I, I remember I was thinking, like, like, do other, do, do like these white guys even like Indian girls? Like, I, I didn't know, I like legitimately didn't know that because in the media, you never saw like a white person or anyone else who's not Indian with an Indian person. So it's like, we almost like didn't think those possibilities were for us. But even if I did see someone like, oh, this, this, the, the captain of whatever, like the basketball team. Like whether or not it was like conscious to me, it the 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 way I looked at that is like, oh, but why would he be with me? Like we didn't see that happening. Exactly. And I'm so glad to finally be seeing that shift now. 
And, you know, like, even though Never Have I Ever, like, we keep mentioning it, the show because I think it does have such a profound influence. But, like, you know, even though Never Have I Ever is, like, a high school-based show, like, I'm still in my, like, mid to late 20s, like, watching it and, like, relating to it so much because, like, I do have, like, that stuff from growing up feeling, like, so weird about being Indian and, like, um, navigating the, all of this because like you know our parents were like immigrants and they didn't they didn't grow up here so there was a lot of stuff that we had to like figure out on our own with our friends and so it's just like really nice to like watch something like that that is so relatable and that you see is like so accurately are accurately represented yeah and I also love the with watching it the, the, the like the friendships how it shows like Davy and her little friend group of like four I guess like plus, yeah. ben, plus ben sometimes yeah I don't know like has been part of that friend group I know it's like the other girls but anyways like that also has so much um of diversity like I love that Anissa is also South Asian but he has other friends who are not South Asian and there's like you you know they come from so many different backgrounds and even like you know like gender backgrounds sexual sexual orientation backgrounds like there's so much that's there and I appreciate also seeing that the conversation that Davy has with her own cultural background in her home there because I was thinking about how and she like tells her friends like oh there are aunties everywhere she like tells her she like you know she calls her parents how they would I remember growing up like in front of my white friends I would never call I would never want to call my parents so I call my mom a mom my dad appa which means like mom and dad and dummel and I remember in front of my white friends I would like never call them that I remember one time I I called my mom because I needed to address her I was like oh mom and she's like why are you calling me mom and my and my friend who I said that in front of was like what else would you call her? And I felt so stressed out, but it's so great to see on TV shows that they're having such open conversations because it normalizes it even for like us, even as an older generation watching it. Yeah. And like, I just think back to like maybe a teenager watching that now, or like even like my cousin, she's like in high school, like I think going to be a sophomore, like she's probably watching that now and thinking like, oh, wow, like we're represented and like, you know, this is like relatable and like something I can actually like, you know, like really like look at as like some sort of influence of like, oh, how things are in high school or something, you know, which is so like important for us, I think, because you you need that. Like that's what like media in itself is about sometimes is like finding a way how it like relates to you in some form. Yeah. Has, has Have you heard of anyone like Elsa's reactions to Never Have I Ever, like in your friend circle or in your family and like what have people's reactions been? I mean, anyone that I talk to about it with like absolutely loves the show. And I like, I think even like with you, like when we talk about it, we're like freaking out about like the storylines and like what's going on. And like my roommate and I literally actually like binge watched that, the new season that just came out in one night. And like, literally like freaking out over like every episode and stuff and it was like so nice to like honestly watch and I was like wow this is like so great and then like have you watched the new season yeah I'm like episode seven into it Um, yeah so you're pretty far into it and like I watched it so far fast like I started yesterday (laughs) and like even like the actress like I forgot her name I know it starts with my my tree yeah my tree like yeah she wasn't like an like an actress like you know auditioning for all these shows and then was like chosen for this role like she specifically auditioned for this role you know which is like so cool that like yeah like that's so cool how like out of like I'm sure millions of people that she got this role and 
you know, like you see her like doing like playing this character Davy, and like I'm like, wow, this is so neat to see. Yeah. She does, and she is such a phenomenal actress. Like she does, and I love that Mindy Kaling, even with her power in Hollywood, she is so big, and even as a producer, mm-hmm. and she really uses the power she has to highlight and amplify South Asian voices. So I think that you know it's really great to have people like her because like those are the kind of people really that like, paved the way for everybody else and has given people a voice. Like thanks to people like Mindy Kaling, even the idea of us being a podcast to me feels like attainable. Like, I feel like if we never saw this kind of representation and we never yeah. saw anyone having their voices like that, I don't know how realistic it would have been for this demon come to life. Like both of us creating content. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like I, I really do think like she is like such an inspiration to a lot of people. Like, you know, like from her like first start, like on the office and like her like writing for it at first. And then like, being a character on there as well like you're just like oh my god like that is so cool to see and then watching her like being her own show the Mindy Keeling show which is also like so good yeah and I I mean I'm sure she knows in some capacity or form but like she is like means so much like I feel like our generation because of like what she did like she's broken so many barriers and like you know as leaps and bounds of like what she's done for us like for South Asians and like the media like I feel like a lot of people have followed her since like you know people like Lily Singh as well and so it's really cool to see and like I think the more and more we see the South Asian representation in like films and shows like the more people then understand our culture as well and it's not as like stereotyped as like how it used to be like we like briefly mentioned before but like most of the times like in the if you did see an Indian person on your screen, it was a stereotype version. Like they were a cab driver. They were like the nerd or like, you know, like a store manager, like something that, and they always had like a thick Indian accent. And that's how like we were seen represented for so long in Hollywood. And, you know, then like it would affect us in our day-to-day lives because like, you know, kids around us would like make like jokes or stuff like surrounding like things that they saw on tv and for us we'd be like but that's not like everyone you know like that's not that's not how like it is with everyone yeah like I'm yeah there's a lot of immigrants that do come here and are like cab drivers and like store managers and they like and there's also people that like are nerds or whatever you could say but that doesn't make us like that you can't just classify us like as those things yeah and the way they would always portray it also made it, like, feel like a bad thing. It wasn't highlighted in a way that was, like, an, uh, I don't know, like, a character that was appealing. It was always, like, that it was character. Like a joke. Yeah, it was a joke. Or they were, you know, irritating. Or, you know, they're, they're just, like, that quintessential character be making fun of. And I'm, like, that's not, representat- that's not representing us. And that also doesn't make me look at the screen and be, like, wow, that's so cool. There's another South Asian person. I'm like, oh, this is so annoying. Or even like in my, and I know we both responded to upbringings and Indian culture in very different ways, which I think it's so cool that we can highlight those from our almost a kind of opposite aspects. But for me, that like made me like embarrassed. Like I was like, oh my God, like this is this how society looks at Indians? Like, okay, I'm not an Indian. Like when it's like, yeah. nobody <laughs> no, and like that makes sense, right? Because like on the other end, like growing up, like because I like we I didn't see ourselves like South Asians in Hollywood movies and shows like I was like well there's like so much I can't relate to here so like my family was really big on watching Bollywood movies 
and shows and I like for a long time in my childhood like I would watch like every Bollywood movie that ever came out like I was like a diehard like Shah Rukh Khan fan like so into it and stuff because like those were relatable for me those were like what I watched and I was like oh yeah this makes sense like I can relate to this way more than what I like the other stuff that I, that's out there and I know like for you like you didn't watch Bollywood movies and stuff so like that's why like for you especially you were like well I don't want to associate being Indian because there was never an accurate representation yeah because like also that's how kids saw us and like we'd be made fun of so it just it's like a whole new kind of era that we're in now um which is like so neat neat to see like uh one of our favorite movies is like bend it like beckham yes sleepover movie yeah it holds a really special place in our hearts um because like we've watched it so many times but like i feel remember being remembering like that being like the first like movie that was like hollywood based that like represented a south asian family like pretty accurately and like in the way that like we weren't made fun of for like our culture it was like accurately represented about how like things kind of are and like it was like so nice and refreshing I remember watching that and being like wow this is so cool that this is like categorized as a Hollywood film and but like Indian people are in it yeah exactly and it had so much of even like diversity in the way of like a white family getting to know the main character and I remember her coach I thought that was so cool because that coach was so attractive and I was like oh my god this this Indian girl can like get the attention of her good attractive coach like that kind of stuff it was so it was more inspiring like it wasn't like the when in, in most of the shows it's like oh the really nerdy Indian girl that everyone makes fun of and no guys want like that was always the plot that it was so cool to see it be different yeah I just actually thought of um another it's an HBO show it's called like the sex lives of college feeling yes. also produced that one's so yeah. good that is also so good because um it's like it's like a group it's about a group of like four girls like starting college but like one of them is Indian and the way that this Indian girl's represented is so good I she's like not stereotyped as like the nerd or whatever and like she's kind of like the goofy one of like the friend group but then also like the way that she's characterized also though is that she has strict Indian parents that expect her to be like pre-med in college or like all that stuff and so it's like her navigating that and I was like wow that's like another again like relatable thing for someone watching being like wow like I'm like maybe struggling to like be myself more because I have strict parents and you know navigating all of that and so that's like another really good show I would recommend watching because I feel like the representation in that as well is like so great yeah and I wish almost like when we grew up we were having there were more shows like that that even our peers could have been more educated on what our lives are like because I remember Ravish and I would always talk about this in the way of like people tell us like oh but I mean after we were 18 but like oh you're 18 like who cares what you do you got you're an adult like you can do whatever you want like even in college and I'm like I'm sorry like I'm like married now and like I, I don't feel like an adult like I still it out make my own decisions but you know that's such a cultural thing of like who cares it's like no what your parents like you have you follow these rules there are these customs and you know now with the next generations watching it even people who aren't south asian like maybe we'll get less questions like that because we'd always get questions like 
well, you can do whatever you want. Or like, why do you have to listen to what your parents want? And it's like, but that's not, you know, but at least people will see now that it is a cultural thing and it's not like something that's so weird. Yeah. It's like how we've grown up is like, we've, we're taught to like really respect our parents or like our elders in general. And like, you know, talking back is like looked down upon and you can't really like disagree. And like, that also is like changing in itself. Like, you know, it's like not as like strict, I think, as it was um, when we were growing up. Cause like we're now learning to have like more open conversations with our parents and stuff. But yeah, like for a while, right? Like, pe- like no one would understand how like our parents with our relationship is like really like not formal, but it's like, oh yeah, you can't like disagree with them and with some things or like you kind of mostly have to listen to what they have to say. Or like start a fight and that's what I love with but like with Kamala and the this episode this season and also like this is a, I'm not going to spoil anything but it does like say something about the, the season so like for you to not watch just warning um but how she sets boundaries like how she's kind of like this is what yeah. I want but I like I can like holding both right of like I can hold that there are these cultural expectations and that you have this mindset that is you can have that and I'm also I don't agree with that and that doesn't align with what I want for my life and I'm going to set a boundary I'm not I'm choosing to not do that like that was so powerful to see her doing because that's really the struggle that all of us are in right now like this next generation Mm -hmm. yeah I think like one of those big things like we've talked about before is like the setting the boundary and how to do that when like we've like you've grown up a different way and stuff so like I'm so glad that like it's shown in that show I also wanted to kind of highlight another show that we haven't mentioned yet that's on Netflix, Bridgerton. Um, like, especially season two, like, the two main characters that are, like, involved in the storyline are Indian. And first of all, so cool to see because the way – I think this is different than how, um, I guess, like, Never Have I Ever is, is that, like, they kind of, like, loosely talk about how they're Indian – but, like, how it's, like, normal that they're, like, noble or, like, you know, they, um, it's, like, they don't talk a lot about, they mention a lot of culture things, which is, like, really cool to see. But it's also, like, not a big part of the storyline. And I think that's, like, another cool way to look at it is that, like, having an Indian person be a man character, like, and not having to explain why, really, like, in the storyline is really cool to see. And, like, those actresses, are like, did so great and, like how they like did sprinkle in some of the Indian culture stuff, but then also like made it seem like totally normal for them to be like Indian and like part of this show. Yeah. Didn't they have the aspect? I haven't watched it, but um, I had people talking to me about it, bringing things up like that. There was like a healthy scene and all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. That, that's yeah. so cool that they were just like incorporating these elements of what culture is like. And so it can be also seen as this normal thing. Yeah. Because like, I mean, if you haven't watched Bridgerton or you don't know much about it, it's kind of, like, based on, like, way back when, when, like, you know, during, like, finding or, like, wedding season, I would say, they, like, hire, um, like, noble parties with, like, scout people to marry. And, you know, you would think of it as, like, a a very white, process and like it definitely was right like if we think about like those times but like how they like yeah it did include like the holy ceremony or like small elements of like some Indian culture was very neat Mm -hmm. yeah and then it also like shows people just like 
more about our culture, then maybe it also opens an opportunity for people to ask questions about it. Because it can be like, oh, I saw this scene about XYZ. Like, is that something you do? And, you know, having that, because it can sometimes feel, at least I feel this from my end at times, that it can be like so much explaining to people that I just like don't want to get into it sometimes. Because it's just like doing that heavy lifting can be tiring but it's like when people already have maybe even if it's like this elementary idea of what we do it can have a really big impact on how we even form those kind of conversations definitely like it's almost like it's like setting the scene and then the people around you like do you have questions about it like and they feel comfortable to ask you like at least you know you know where it's coming from it's like not coming from like a bad spot but more of just like curiosity and I would rather answer something when it's for curiosity rather than when it's like oh that's weird like why do you do that you know yeah I, I love that there's more representation now about Indian weddings happening too in the media and that's like comes I guess with also we can discuss like slightly like Indian matchmaking I didn't watch the wedding season we actually are going to get takeout like after we do our recording and we don't have anything to watch I mean we actually have to finish we I have to finish Never Have I Ever and then we're also almost done with Ozark so we it's not like we Mm -hmm. have nothing to watch but I've been hearing about that movie and today might be like a perfect like movie night kind of wind down the week so maybe I'll, I'll watch that but it, it also with Indian weddings, it, it has people learn more about it because I remember before I used to hear, and I know that it was likely never from an insensitive place, but people being like, oh my God, that's so weird. Like why do you have like a week long of weddings? Or like, oh, Indian people are so extra. Like I want to have such a big weddings and so long, like blah, blah, blah. When it's like, no, but there's also a lot of like beauty and history and culture that goes into it. It's not like we're just like wanting to have three days about us, you know, but there's like customs, but it's like now with these shows about weddings, people can familiarize themselves more and it can take away some of that stigma and shame around it. Yeah. Like, cause I'm like, like you said, like, it's so hard to explain the events because like most of the time too, like growing up, it was like, Oh, this is just how it is. And like, yeah and like you kind of like accept that like this is like our culture and like what we do but like when someone is like kind of coming at you and like not knowing that information and like you almost feel like I don't know sometimes attacked right like wow like why like why do you just spend like five days like celebrating like someone getting married that makes no sense but like for us the reason why there are so many events and stuff it's because like each thing is ceremonial and it it means something and it's not just a party like everyone thinks but it's actually like there's certain things that are happening on each day um but to go I did watch the wedding season so to kind of like talk about that a little bit is that it's a a great movie very lighthearted. but yeah I feel like it was a really good representation of like weddings in general because like they did show multiple weddings and like each one was a little different but then also like the basis of the storyline is like um this like 20 something is like being pressured to like find someone to get married because it's like what her parents think is like the right next step to do and like what would make her her happy and I think a lot of people can kind of like relate to that because like I mean even myself this past weekend my mom like literally gave me like a lecture on how like it's kind of time to find someone to marry but it's just because a quick advertisement if there's anyone (laughs) single Rabisha said the other day you know within I really think you're trying like every episode you're just trying to like sell me off (laughs) god if you like have roots in like New Jersey New York right so moving along but yeah like this movie kind of showcases how like 
she like struggles like kind of explain to her family that, like marriage is like not like the next step for everyone and like why it doesn't have to be that way and but then it like did it in a way where it's like again relatable people people can watch it and like understand you'll like laugh cry like all those things like that's why I really enjoyed it as well and like wanted to include that because like it's again like something like people don't understand like how much like weddings in Indian culture mean to everyone and how like like even for me like I attended so many weddings this year but like and they're all close friends but like how sometimes like I remember as a kid too sometimes like we used to like go to someone's wedding and I would barely know the people getting married but it was like oh because like our parents know them like through some like other person and like that kind of thing too yeah like I remember Divya when you had to like figure out your guest list for your wedding there was like so many people you were like who are they and why are they yeah I was kind of like um I don't know who this person is but okay and it's like no but we they invited us to their son's wedding seven years ago and it's like but do we even know that is like what is going on yeah it was like always something like that but right it's like cultural and honestly like we didn't because we got married like more around I guess I mean it is still COVID but that was like more of the peak of things so not the peak it was actually a good time it was May 2021 anyways but we had a restriction so if we didn't I our wedding would have probably been like over 400 people which is like typically like kind of a typical number for an Indian wedding but you know I'm sure people would have still been like oh my gosh that's wild I know it's crazy um and then like even people like a lot of people I know like watch Indian matchmaking which I actually I've only watched a little bit of the first season like I haven't I don't think I really got into it as much but like like people on like even like American celebrities are posting about it which is like so like cool to see because I'm like oh my god that like anyone can watch Indian matchmaking and like enjoy it you know yeah and and I mean even with watching and, and the thing that's cool about Indian matchmaking is it does have like like it's not actors and actresses it's like actually like people around I mean it's it was around the world because I watched the first season I haven't watched the second one yet but there was one Nadia who actually lives in New Jersey so I thought that was so cool so it is kind of relatable in that kind of a way Mm -hmm. Um, but it's so fun I mean it's it's so funny because you see so many different dynamics it's just like it, it shows so much about culture but it's also just like humorous to see like Seema auntie's antics but she is like the typical Indian auntie of like this is what you need to do to get married like this is how you can like for us you know uh, would get get a man to like you like things that we were literally told like oh do this and a man will like you and it's like really like will they and that was just like Seema auntie so anything that so she it's relatable for us because she kind of like represents those aunties that like say things to us that you know when you like brush it off but she that she is that auntie that's so funny um so yeah I think we've kind of like said a lot um in this episode in general I think like I am pretty passionate about talking about this stuff Um, yeah um and like also like I think like another big thing that like we wanted to make like a key point is that like when diversity is accurately accurately portrayed it promotes authenticity and that like true representation does not mean to be involved or included but like when you're accurately portrayed like your culture is accurately portrayed like you see yourself represented then and feel more like I think involved and like it seems more relatable and stuff and like so that's what we've been seeing 
in the past couple of years, really, that like um, that representation is accurately portrayed and like, we love to see it. And that representation is so healing too in our own identity journeys. And I know it definitely has been for me. And I can see that for so many other people also who have been touched by these shows because there's so many shows too and movies that have come out in like even the last five years that are centered around either not only South Asians, but other Asian cultures and even expanding further from that. Like anything that's not like this typical like white family, white picket fence, like four, four people, like four people, two parents that are married and then yeah. one boy, one girl like that used to be like this typical like quote unquote American dream family. But just we've been seeing so much of that branching out and that can be healing for so many people and being able to feel more comfortable with their own um, identity and like their own culture too. Yeah. And it's like very cool to see that. Like you see that in so many different movies today. Like, you know, even like for a big Marvel movie, like Black Panther was like such a big movie that they did. And like they recently, I think, like have like an um, Kumail Nanjiani or as a Marvel character as well, which is like, you know, Marvel is such a big franchise. And like you would have never thought like an Indian person would be part of Marvel. And so that's really cool to see like, like Divya said, like other cultures also being more rep- more like accurately represented, like Asian cultures, like you see movies like Crazy Rich Asians or like that Disney movie Turning Red. Um, it's very cool to see that like these cultures, like a lot of people are feeling more comfortable to like make this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it definitely is so great because we can have those conversations with each other. And then also like our friends have conversations about it and then it can just like, it's just going to have like a ripple effect. That's how I think of these, like seriously having a domino effect from like yeah. our generation, all the future generations. And honestly, it's also connected us to the past generations because for us with Never Have I Ever, we actually watched it with Raj's parents and we had so many conversations around it. So even if you think about it that way, like you can watch it with um your relatives and like my aunt and I yesterday were texting about Indian matchmaking and so Uh you know it's like keeps this conversation going not only for like us and the generations to follow I think I really highlighted that but also kind of has this way to talk about it with the previous generations too yeah that's such a good point like when you're watching them like it's like we talk to our parents and stuff about them and like what's like happening and I I think that's like like you're uh, I don't think, or maybe they do, like the creator, like the executive producers or like the actors and actresses of the show. Like, I don't know if they're realizing how many like doors of conversations that like this stuff opens up to, you know, like it's like so cool to think about. Yeah, it really is cool. And I'm glad that we're able to be part of this kind of change. It's really cool to see. Yeah. I mean, like, again, like Divya said earlier, like, that's why we we're even like had started to even think of like a podcast, like creating one and stuff because we we're like, why not? Like, Two Indian best friends, like, you have a lot to say. (laughs) And that the fact that people are, like, listening to these conversations now. And the reason for that, too, is, like, more of, like, the openness and awareness. I really attribute it to so many of these things in the media. So I think that it is really important for us to give that shout-out, give that highlight today. And then also to, like, think, obviously, I don't see people like Mindy K. I I mean, I hope, I would love if Mindy K. Lang or, like, Lily Singh or Hassan Minaj or, like, listen to our podcast. But, like, thank you so much to all those people because just, like, them showing up. Because even thinking about it, I don't, I mean, obviously, I don't know their struggles. But, like, being in very predominantly white spaces is so difficult regardless and they've taken so many of those steps and you know their bravery has just been inspiring and healing for all of us so it's like a very big thank you to them yeah for sure I mean can't like the to think about how many like barriers they have like crossed you know to get where they are like I think like an OG 
person in Hollywood is like Cal Penn, and he was on um, Dak Shepard's po- um, podcast, The Armchair Expert, like a couple years ago. And I just remember like this one thing from that episode when I listened to it, it was like how he talked about in auditions, like he literally had to like constantly do an Indian accent, or like those were the only like auditions he was getting for like the longest time, and like he was like. I'm pretty sure born here and stuff like didn't have an Indian accent or whatever, but like because he wanted to be in Hollywood and like be an actor, like the only way he could get roles was to like yeah. misaccurately represent our culture and to think where we've come from then to now, like people like him, it's like because of that, like because they keep persisted and like they like, did what they needed to do to like really make sure that like, you know, we were accurate, accurately represented. That's so, I mean, that's so great. Cause I mean, even thinking about it in that way, it has to be so hard going through that journey, but then really just keeping it with the intention too of like, there's so many lives that can be touched. So, you know, even thinking in a reminder that our own bravery and stepping out of our comfort zones and, and leaning into representation, even though it can feel like you're breaking barriers at first has like this ripple effect and it's, it's, it's impacting more than just the here and now. Yeah, definitely. So on that note, (laughs) wrapping this episode up because I want to watch this (laughs) I know. <laughs> Not that we're talking about it. I'm like, okay, we put some really good things in this episode, but I, I want to go and watch the movie. I get it. And it's Sunday night. You know, you want to go enjoy your evening. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can, I, I can have more to talk about that, uh, that movie. And now you need to go watch Indian matchmaking. And also would love to hear if any of you have watched Never Have Ever, Indian matchmaking, wedding season, right? Like any of those to let us know your thoughts. Yeah, share with us like your thoughts and stuff, or if you also had like the same conversations and stuff, like what you talked about with your friends, we'd love to hear that. All right. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. All right. Bye. See you next week. See you next week. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Conversations Brewing. We hope you take some moments to reflect on our episode with some coffee in hand. New episodes of Conversations Brewing come out on Tuesdays. We'd love to hear from you about what resonated with you and what you want to hear more about. So let us know on Instagram at our account at Conversations Brewing. If this episode was helpful, please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast and continue to tune in weekly. We so appreciate your support and we'll brew some conversations with you next week. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.